Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. By the, um, I'm about to go right into prayer, y'all. I'm sorry. I got a word, okay? So I want to invite the Holy Spirit in and we're going to get right into this word. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we invite you in, Father. Holy Spirit, you have your way, Father. You become greater and greater. I become less and less, Father. You increase, Father. I decrease. We take the flesh out of it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm praying that your daughters get the breakthrough, the healing, the wisdom, and the understanding that they need, Father. Give them ears to hear and give them eyes to see what the Spirit is speaking, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, do what only you can do, Father. Do what only you can do, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we sever every hindrance, every lie, every distraction, every every delay, everything that will be uh, from the enemy. One of any of his devices, we severed at the roots by the power of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we put a fire of protection around what you are saying, Father, so that it will spring forth and produce plenty of fruit, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus that I pray, amen. Okay, family. So, look, hey, let me start this. Okay, I'm going to tell you a few things that the Lord, he had, was bringing into my spirit because, you know, the man the Lord would be talking, right? Okay, the Lord, okay, I just heard what he said. He said he wanted me to start with the promise. He wants you to make a promise to him, okay? So, um, let's go to Songs of Songs, chapter 3, verse 5. Promise me, O woman of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. The Lord is speaking that. You know, a lot of times we hear the promises that's over our lives. We hear the Lord and we just want to now. But he said, make a promise to me that you will not awaken love until it's right. Yes, I'm going to give you glimpses of your promise land. But don't awaken it until it's right. Don't awaken love until it's right. True love is patient. Do you hear me? True love is patient in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, One of the things the Lord brought to me, right, is that he'll speak a promise to his children. He'll speak a promise to his daughter because I'm a woman. So I only can go off of what a woman like a woman's perspective okay so if it's a bro listening bro i just know a woman's perspective i'm a woman and what the lord was saying to me is a lot of the time the lack in our confidence will kill the promise it's the lack in our confidence that it kill the promise you see with sarah right sarah had a lack of confidence in herself she had a lack of confidence. So her promise was delayed. Hear me mm, in the name of Jesus. Hear what I'm saying. Sarah had a lack of confidence. Me? <laughs> she laughed. She said, me? <laughs> it was a lack of confidence there. With Mary, right, she believed. She, okay. And you see, it happened. Hallelujah. It happened. The supernatural was able to happen in Mary's life with a, um, like it was accelerated because she believed. It says you are blessed because you believe what the Lord said he would do. Right? So sometimes our own lack in our own self, our own lack of us just feeling inadequate to what the Lord is telling us. Oh, is inadequate a word? Look at just this with the big words today. <laughs> Listen, that's how I know the Holy Spirit show up. He started to use big words. But we'll start feeling inadequate about ourselves, right? And hold on, y'all hear these kids? Hold on real quick, y'all. Okay, family, I'm sorry. So back to what we were saying. So with Sarah, with her feeling this, um, she was feeling inadequate about herself. She was feeling that lack. She was feeling like, I can't do what you said I could do, Lord. She lacked the confidence in herself, but she also lacked the confidence in the Lord. But we know God's a promise keeper. 
But what he wants you to learn is that he wants you to have confidence in him. After and he can show you the confidence in you. As he's showing you him, it builds you up. Do you get what I'm saying? So we know that Sarah with the with her feeling lack, she got in an Ishmael situation. She felt like it was somebody better than her that could do what God said she would do. You get what I'm saying? So it delayed her promise. It made things more complicated. Yes, Isaac's the one that God sent his blessings through. But it was the lack in Sarah that held it up. When the Israelites was wandering, it was the lack of trust they had in the Lord. It's about the lack. The lack can kill the promise. Do you get what I'm saying? But the Lord, he's saying, let me show you who I am. Let me build you up so when it's your time, you'll be ready. Be like Esther. When it was her time, she was ready. She let me preparate her. It was preparations that had to happen. But when it was time to go, she was ready. Right? Be like Ruth. She left everything that she knew. Because she was ready. You see, Oprah, she wasn't ready for everything. She wasn't ready for 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 all the things that could have happened, right? She thought about it. She weighed her options. And she was like, okay, let me take things into my hands. But Ruth was like, no, I'm going where you're going. Your people's going to be my people. Your God will be my God. She was ready. Hallelujah. So the Lord was also saying to me, right, about praise. He said, I'm giving my glory to my children, but they got to have, they got to be able to receive the praise. You have to know that you are worthy enough to receive the praise because a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. He says, I'm sharing my glory with you, but you got to be able to receive the praise. Vashti wasn't ready for the glory. The king wanted to show Vashti off and she said no. So what happened to Vashti? Right? Then Vashti gets exposed. And then the Lord ushered Esther in, right? Because she was ready. She the Lord had Esther's yes. He had Esther. She the Lord had Esther's. I promise, Lord. I won't awaken it before it happens. I'll I'll give myself time to get ready. Hallelujah. We see with the ten bridesmaids. Five were wise and five were foolish. Five was ready and five wasn't. So what happened to the five that wasn't ready? Yes, persecution's going to come. But you got to have yourself rooted in. And Jesus, Jesus knows what it's like to be rejected. He knows what it's like to be counted out. He knows what it's like for people, for, for people just to hate him just because. He had confidence in himself. Jesus didn't have to go around telling people, I'm Jesus. He would say, don't say nothing. Don't, don't say nothing. Don't tell nobody that I, that I hit, killed you. Don't tell nobody that I blessed you. Don't tell nobody. Because he knew who he was. He didn't need validation. Because he knew who he was. So when the Lord is getting ready to share his glory with his children. He's like I need you to know who you are. Hallelujah. Yes people may call you the carpenter's son. But I want you to know who you are. Yes, people might be like, is anything good come from Nazareth? But I want you to know who you are. I want you to know that good things come from your land. Yes, I want people to know that I can turn beauty into ashes. Yes, I want people to know that your father was a carpenter. I want people to know that about you because I want them to see the glory that I have placed over your life. Everybody that said you were nothing, I want to use you to show them that you are something. 
I was there. I was there when people didn't think twice about you. When people threw dirt on your name, I was there. I felt the hurt. I felt the pain that you felt. I heard the whispers that they said about you. But now I want them to see the glory over your life. But will you give the Lord your promise? Will you get prepared? Will you have this preparation? Will you get built up in the Lord? So when the king sees you, you receive such favor. Will you be ready? Will you be ready? Hallelujah. Things are happening suddenly. Things are happening suddenly. But are you ready? Hallelujah. Just keep on saying this scripture. You are blessed because you believed what the Lord said he would do. You are blessed. Don't count yourself out. Don't think that it's somebody more more um qualified than you. Don't be like, well, I got a servant Hagar. I know this girl named Hagar. Why don't I just give you Hagar and she can do it? The Lord is saying, no, I said Isaac is coming from you. I said you will give birth to many nations. I don't want Hagar. I don't want Ishmael. I want Isaac. Isaac is what I spoke about. Yes, I will bless the former things, but we're still doing it through you, says the Lord. But will you be formed? Will you take this time out so when they say your name, you'll be ready? Will you take the time? One one of the ways, right? Because obviously, like, um, the Lord, he's bringing these words because he's saying it's preparation season. It's preparation season. My, my daughters are in the kingdom. Now I'm preparing them. Hallelujah. Their king is right there. But now I need to prepare them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So a lot of you might be like, well, how am I going to get prepared? Allow the Holy Spirit to move surrender to God say God you have your way nevertheless Lord you have your way because we know the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth right Lord make my heart like yours I want to be like you so when people see me they see you I don't want them to see me. I don't want them to see the flesh. You get me? And my, and my, um, I have to say my name, obviously, but you say your name. Lord, I don't want them to see Jade, but I want them to see you. I want them to see Jesus. That's what I want them to see. Lord, teach me how to receive the praise. Show me that I'm worthy enough of the praise. Because, Father, you said you would share your glory with me. So teach me how to handle the glory. Right? Another thing is, the Lord, he wants you to know, I need you to be yourself. I need you to be yourself. With Rebecca, right? Rebecca was being herself. She wasn't trying to be like nobody else. She wasn't trying to be like that. She was being herself. You know? Ruth was being herself. People was telling Boaz, she's a virtuous woman. She only took like a break, right? Because your your promises 
are going to come to you. But if you're acting like something that you're not, your promises can't come to you. You get what I'm saying? When it's time for Boaz to see you, if you're not being yourself, he's not going to know who you are. You have to understand, right? That Boaz has discernment too. Okay? It's not just you. So you got to learn to be yourself. And the thing about it is, it's the oneness with the Father that's going to teach you how to be yourself. Lord, what else do you need me to say to your children? Sorry, I got quiet because I want to know what else the Lord want me to say. The Lord wants you to know that he will do right by you. You are made to glorify him. You are made to worship him. The Lord is using you to display his... um, What's the word I want to use, Father? His magnificence. He wants he wants to use you to display it. So in this time, he's building you up because it's more. He's saying it's more. You know, the Bible says that we will do greater works because he has went to the father. He got a plan over your life. You are to do greater works because he is with the father. You know? So in this time, it's time to just love on him. Because once the Lord asks you, are you ready? And you say, I'm ready. <laughs> You're like, I'm ready. It's going to just be like a whirlwind. It's going to be a suddenly. It's going to, you're going to take off. Right? It's going to be a, it's going to be a celebration. It's going to be a speed when the Lord says, are you ready? And you're going to say, I'm ready. Because you got confidence in yourself. I'm ready, Lord. Not that I think I'm ready. Not like, Lord, I don't know if I'm ready. No, he wants you to know that you are ready. And you're going to take off. So this time you meet with him. He's always going to be there. He's always going to be there, right? But he's still giving you your quiet space. Okay? He's still giving you time of silence. Time to hear his voice. Not saying that these things won't happen. But it's a difference when you are just caught up in this whirlwind. It's a difference. Because everything's going to come rushing to you. Soon as you say, I'm ready, all your promises are coming to fly at you. Lord, I'm ready. And you know deep down inside if you're ready or not. Deep down inside, you know I ain't ready. (laughs) But the Lord can get you there it's a supernatural type of thing there's no way that i can explain to you how the lord can change your life but the fact that he can change you i don't have a recipe i don't have um a a, um step-by-step book i don't have that for you because the Lord wants you to see him do it. If I had all the answers, what would you need Jesus for? It's always about going back to the Father. Hallelujah. Yes, he uses my vessel. But it's, I'm always going to point you back to him. Hallelujah. Even if the Lord, he's like, give her this word. Give him this word. It's still your job to take it back to the Father. 
you know? Because I understand sometimes you need a word. You know, sometimes you need a word because you're like, I don't know. So, you you know, you do need that. But what I'm saying to you is it's about the quiet space with God. Right? You have promises over your life. You have desires. But this is another thing, right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Before you make plans, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Because he knows the plans that I have for you. That's what the word says. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. So you that means if you're seeking him, it's a relationship there. Father, am I on the right step? Father, are these the plans? Let me seek you because I need your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I know that you have predestined my life. So let me seek you first. Right? He says, I want you to know your identity. I want you to know your identity, says the Lord. I need you to know who you are. I need you to know how much you mean to me. I need you to get that. Once you know how much you mean to me, you'll be ready. But when you don't trust me, when you don't believe me, you're not ready. If I call you off the boat, be ready. Don't doubt me. Believe that you can get to me. Don't doubt me, says the Lord. Press the crowd, the Lord is saying. Press the crowd. Petition the courts of heaven on your behalf. I'm listening. I'm a God that hears. In him is all that you need. In him, humbling yourself before him and saying, Father, what's next? Father, what do we do now? Father, teach me how to be this. Father, teach me what real intimacy is. Teach me. Because family, listen, for a long time, right? You hear the word intimacy. And you have your own vain imagination of what intimacy is. But have you ever asked the Lord to show me intimacy? You know, I was talking to my sister earlier, right? Because I'm just like so in love with the Lord. Like that he told me to run a bath, like just so he could talk to me and show me. And like he just getting started, y'all. But you know, I was talking to my sister and I'm just like... If God is doing that now, I know when my promise of marriage comes that he'll tell my husband to do the same thing. Right? Because he's going to be pouring back into my spirit. He's going to be pouring back into me. So intimacy is not about, you know, laying up. But it's about oneness with the Father. Everything goes back to him. Everything. That's why you got to surrender. Don't, don't want the promises and lack the intimacy with the Father. Want the intimacy. Hallelujah. They used to call Jesus the Prince of Demons. They, they, when you think about that, right? That's, they, they were trying to abuse him mentally. They were trying to make him feel like he wasn't worthy. Right? They would talk down on him. But Jesus knew who he was. 
Hallelujah. I want to take you somewhere. Hold on. I want to take you somewhere. All right, let's go to um, Luke. Um, mm, Lord, which one? All right, let's go to Luke. <laughs> I pray that these words have been blessing your family. They've been blessing me, okay? I just love the Lord because he just pour out. And it, your cup just runneth over with blessings when the Lord come in. And I'm telling you. So um, let's go down to verse. Let's go from the beginning. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people and preaching the good news in the temple, the leading priest, the teachers of religious laws, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? Let me ask you a question first. You see, he didn't shrink back in shame. He said, but wait, let me ask you a question first. Right. And what I need you to get right is that power that lives in Jesus lives in you. For the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is living in you. You have the authority. You have the confidence, but you need the Lord to show you it. Don't think that you don't have it. You just haven't had him show it to you yet. It's there. He replied, did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? They talked it over amongst themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he would ask, why didn't, why didn't we, hold on, why didn't, oh, I keep on messing it up. He would ask why we didn't believe John. But if we say it was merely human, The people will stone us because they are convinced John was a prophet. So they finally replied that they didn't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. You can't. And this family, this is something that the Lord had to teach me. Oh, hallelujah. He had to teach me this. Listen. People are going to question by what authority that you say your sins are forgiven. People are going to question your authority when they say, God, what do you mean? Who, who, God told you to say that? They're going to question your authority, daughter. People are going to lie. They're going to cheat. They're going to do all these things against you. But I need you to understand. It's because they don't know me. Because if you knew who my father was, you wouldn't have asked me a question like that. If you knew who he was. I'm preaching today in the mighty name of Jesus. If you knew who I was, you wouldn't be talking to me like that. So I can't tell you by what authority because you should already know. Right? Hallelujah. Give your sister a second. Um, hold on, give your sister a second. <laughs> hold on, real quick. Okay, I want to take you out of John 14. Verse 7. Let's go, hold on, let's start at verse 6 because it's a banger. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. When you know the Father, you know. You don't have to question because you know. Your spirit bears witness because you know. You know. Right? Then let's go to um, John 
Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me. You have to understand that some people, they just ain't meant to hear you. They're just not going to hear you. And I know he had to teach this to me. Daughter, they're just not going to hear you because there's not enough room in their heart for me. He says, for you are children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Some people are just consistent in their character. They're just consistent in it. But you have to have the confidence in yourself to know I'm from above and you're from below. So when I tell, when I say things, when I say things that are heavenly, you can't understand them because you're carnal. Y'all have that confidence, right? So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. So you have to get prepared that when you are telling the truth, people just naturally don't believe you. They just don't want to. It's consistent with their character. And that's why the Lord had to teach me. You got to be unapologetically you. You can't. People are going to reject you. But I need you to have this confidence in yourself. I need you to have confidence in me. Hallelujah. He says, which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. So this is a part where you have to, because we're going to start with this, right? Because of some people pleasers. Because listen, your sis was a former people pleaser. The Lord, he is, listen, he still got to get me sometimes on a people please. Because I used to be like, I used to be that person like, yes, because I was afraid to say no. Now I say no. If I don't want to do it, no. Mm -mm. No, I don't want to do that. And you got to understand Some people just don't belong to God. You cannot keep on trying to prove yourself to people who don't belong to God. Because they will understand you. They will understand you. Right? It says the people retorted, you Samaritan devil. Didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me for I honor my father and you dishonor me. And though I have no, I have no wish to glorify myself. God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth. Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. You can't shrink back. You know what I'm saying? This is why you need the confidence. Because you can't shrink back when somebody says something that to you. No, uh-uh. I am not that. Let me tell you something. I am a daughter of the Most High. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. My father is the judge. And he said he has glorified me for such a time as this. That's the, that's the confidence you got to have. You will not be treating me like I'm a peasant. No, you will not. The people said, now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets die. But you say, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Are you greater than our father, Abraham? He died and so did the prophets. Why do you think, who do you think you are? Jesus answered, if I want glory for myself, it doesn't count, but it is my father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. You say he's your God, but you don't even know him. (laughs) 
You got to understand, right? It's not about because people are going to try to say things to you because you know who you are. So people are going to try to tear you down because that is consistent with their character. It's consistent. But when you know who you are and you're like, you just don't know my father. You just don't know him. I, I didn't ask for this glory. He glorified me. He gave me the glory. He shares his glory with me. And I glorify him in my life. He says, "He, you say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I will be as great a liar as you. But I do know him and I obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. Right? It's the confidence. It's really about knowing God. The Pharisees, they didn't know him. They really didn't know God. They didn't know him because they would have known Jesus. They would have seen, oh my goodness, that is our savior. So they were, they were, um, oh Lord, give me the word of what is that called father in the name of Jesus. They were trying to put, put their insecurities on him instead of allowing Jesus to build them up. He, they tried to tear him down because there's power in words, but Jesus stand firm. He said, there's not no demon in me. If you knew who my father was, you wouldn't know by what authority you would know. But you don't know him. So you don't understand who I am. The people said, you aren't even 50 years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. Mm, He said, I am. Hmm. At the point, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from them and left and left the temple. Right? Your confidence, right? It's going to tick some people off. Your confidence is going to be um, a threat. Hallelujah. Because when I watch certain one of my brothers and sisters, I see that they are a threat. Hallelujah. You are a threat to the kingdom. Even you yourself, you are a threat. Hallelujah. So people don't like you because you a threat. If you were like the world, if you just followed the world, you would be no threat. But since you know who you are, you are a threat. You get what I'm saying? Everybody in the world follows after each other. I mean, come on now. Let's go look on social media. Everybody look the same. Can we talk about it today? Can we talk about it? Do people all not look the same? In the world. Because it's just like the the enemy like just stamps identity on people. This is what you are, this is what you are, this is what you are, and they just accept it. But in the kingdom, the Lord is like, I've made you unique. There's nobody else like you. You get what I'm saying? There's nobody else like you. I don't want you to look like everybody else. I want you to look like you. So you're a threat. Because you know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yup, yup, sis. You a threat in the kingdom. Because you know who you are. And if you don't know, you bout to know. Okay? You bout to know. By the power of God. In the name of Jesus. So give your sis a moment. Lord, what else do you want me to talk about, Father? Hold on, fam. Okay, family. So the Lord wants you to know, because he's sending us out amongst unbelievers. 
And he's going to give you the words to say. But he needs you to understand who you are. You got to know who you are. Okay? So let's go to John 8 and let's start at verse 21. Later, Jesus said to them again, I am going away. You will search for me, but you will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going. The people asked, is he planning to commit suicide? What does he mean? You cannot come where I am going. Excuse me. Jesus continued, you are from below and I am from above. You belong to this world. I do not. That is why I say you will die in your sins for unless you believe that I am who I claim to be. You will die in your sins. We are called to go tell people. Listen, if you do not believe in Jesus, if you do not declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. You will die in your sins. And they said, who are you? They demanded. Jesus replied, the one I have always claimed to be. I have much to say about you and to condemn, but I won't. For I say only what I've heard from the one who sent me. And he is completely truthful. It's about doing the will of our father. We are here to do the will of our father. There's much I could say. There's much I could condemn for, but I'm only going to say what I hear my father speak. So it goes back to the intimacy. If there's no intimacy, how can I go and save my souls? How can I go and, and, um, and, um, profess the truth? Cause it's the intimacy, Right. But they still didn't understand that he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son of man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own, but say only what the father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me for I always do what pleases him. So you see how Jesus like, I only say what the father has taught me. He is telling you have to listen and understand what the father is teaching you. Because he is, he's setting you up to disciple many nations. Many people are about to gather to gather to you because they see the glory of God over your life. That many who heard him say these things believed in him. Many people are going to believe because of the glory over your life. But first it starts with intimacy. So another one I want to go to. Is John 18. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay, let's go to John 18, verse 38. Okay. Let's go, yeah, let's go to, well, I'm going to start at verse 37. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go a little higher because it's a banger, yo. It's a banger. Okay, let's go up to 33 because I just love the power of Jesus. I just love it. I love when I see the red, y'all. When I see the red, I'm like, ooh, Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that red do something. Then Pilate went back into his headquarters and called for Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews? He asked. Jesus replied, is this your own question or did others tell you about me? People are going to come to you and they're going to be like, you're a follower of Christ. You're a believer. You're the daughter of the king. You're a queen. 
But it's the confidence, right? Are you asking me because this is your own question? Or are you just listening to what people told you about me? Do you really want to know about me? Do you want to know about my father? Or are you just going off what other people told you? Like, do you do you really want to know? Because we can have this conversation if you want to know. But it's about not sitting and have to explain yourself. I'm not going to belittle myself to try to defend myself to what people said about me. But we could talk if you want to talk. Am I, am I a Jew, Pilate retorted? Your own people and the leading priest brought you to me for trial. Why? What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If I were my father, if I, if it, I'm sorry, if it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to this Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Things that you will say will be foreign to people of this world. They're not, you're going to be peculiar to people. Some people you're going to answer. Some people you've got to defend. And some people you're going to be quiet. Like I ain't even about to go there with you. You got to be able to discern the, the situation. I'm going to ask you a question to discern it. And if I see that it's not what it need to be, I'm not, I got to dust the, my shoes off my feet. Because I'm not going to belittle myself to make you feel better. I'm not going to argue. And family, like this really is something about me. I'm not going to argue the word. That's not what the Lord sent me here. That's not what my assignment is about. My assignment is to uplift, to get my souls. I have a quota to me. Do you hear me? It's not about arguing what, what, like arguing the Bible. It's not about that. It's about, are you getting set free or not? Are you going to be raised to new life? Or are you going to die in your sins? That's what I'm set here for. And I'm not arguing anything else about you with it. So I'll ask you a question to discern the situation. But if I see where you're going, I'm just not going to say nothing. Because it's not what's understood doesn't have to be debated. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not about to debate with you because you just, you, you really just want to keep, like have the debate. You don't want to learn. You just want to debate with me to, um... What's the word I'm looking for, Lord? You're, 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 you're coming to me with closed ears. I heard the Lord say closed ears. Your ears are closed and you don't want them open. So why should I waste my breath on somebody whose ears are closed? You can't even hear me. Make sense? And that's the attitude that we have to have. I will, I will shower you with love because you are my brother or sister, but I will not belittle myself. I will not act like I don't know who I am. I will not let you steal my identity. You get what I'm saying? Some people are just sent just to tear you down. Some people, that's their only job is I got to break you. And listen, when you, when you are on a firm foundation in Christ, I can't be broken. Jesus is my foundation. I can't be broken. Because I gave my God my surrender. I surrendered to him. So it's not me who you are coming up against. It's you're coming up against my father. That's who you're coming up against. That was for somebody. Pilate said, um, you are a king. And Jesus responded, you say I am a king. Actually, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. If you love the truth, if people, if people going to rock with you, because real recognize real. You get what I'm saying? Real recognize real. Okay? So... You're you going to rock with me. You're going to bear witness because you like the truth. So you want to hear me. But if you love to hear a lie, you're not going to want to rock with me. Because real recognize real. So you got to know, family, it's some people that like to live a lie. So do you know what these people do that like to live a lie? They like to tear you down. <laughs> they like to try to... um. Oh project their identity on you. They they think that you should receive the lies that they say to themselves because they don't feel worthy. So they want to put their unworthiness on you. 
But you got to be like, listen, actually, I was born and came into the world to testify of the truth. I'm here to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So when I'm speaking life over myself, I will not accept you speaking death over me. I can't accept that because I know who I am. I know who my father is. I know that he laid his life down so I can have life. You get what I'm saying? I know that I hear my father and I do what he tells me to do. So I'm not going to tell you by what authority because if you knew, you wouldn't have asked me. If you knew my father, you wouldn't ask by what authority. It's like, right, the Lord, he's not a, um, he obviously, he, he has all good fruits. So when we watch Jesus, he just has all good fruits, but he still held his ground. He still didn't let people treat him any type of way. He says, you do not take my life, but I lay my life down. Do you hear me? He said, you do not take my life, but I lay my life down. They couldn't even take it. He said, I lay it down. It take a real gangster that say, you don't take my life. I lay it down. Who you going to respect more, right? Are you going to respect somebody that's running from um, the people or the one that say, I am he? Who you looking for? I am he. Let the others go because I am the one you looking for. Who gets more respect? The one that ran away? Or the one that said, let these ones go because I am who you looking for? It's about the confidence because Jesus, it all started with the confidence that he had within himself. He knew what he had within himself. And that's what you got to get. You have to know it's about within yourself. What is the truth? Pilate asked. Then he went out again and the people told him he is not guilty of any crime. But you have a custom of asking me to release one prisoner each year at Passover. Would you like me to release the king of the Jews? See, he know who he is. Would you the king of the Jews? But they shouted back. No, not this man. We want Barabbas. Barabbas was a revolutionary. It's the thing, right? People know, you know, you know, you know, because God makes it so people know. God makes it so people see the glory. God makes it so people see the authority. But it's because they love to live a lie that they want to tear you down. Mm Mm-hmm. It's because I'm insecure in myself that I got to tear you down. Because it takes a real one to be like, let me build you up. It's easy to point out somebody's flaws and insecurities. It's easy to do that. But you know what's, what's harder? To go within that person and pull out the good. That's the harder part. Because the when you're doing that, you you're you're getting that person to believe that they are what you see in them. Does that make sense? It's easy for me to say, "Oh yeah, girl, you get yeah, your edges is a little scarce." It's easier for me to pull out that insecurity and say it because you're gonna believe it because you already believe it about yourself. But if I say, "Girl, you are beautiful." Yeah, yeah, you might not have them the way you want them, but you got beautiful hair. Your personality is bomb. You can dress, girl, and when you put that wig on, it's like you got edges for days. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? It's harder to do that because a person, they don't, you usually don't want to see the good in yourself. You only want to see the bad. Right? I'm just saying, family. (laughs) Let's go to the next chapter. Let's go to um, verse 10. Why don't you talk to me, Pilate demanded. Don't you realize that I have the power to release you or crucify you? Then Jesus said, you will have no power over me at all unless it were given to you from above. 
So the one who has handed me over to you has the greater sin. These people, right? They have no power over you. God has to allow things to happen. They have no power. Hallelujah. You see the confidence Jesus had? You don't have no power over me. (laughs) I know all the power comes from above. Yeah, you might feel like you have the power over me. Yeah, you might be you might be able to feel like you can say something and it's going to affect me, but it came from above. So I know my father. I know that yes, it's going to look like I'm a die, but I know my God got that resurrection power. Yeah, I know it looks like I'm going to the grave, but I know my God got that resurrection power. Right? Mm, and then let's just go down to verse 30. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. It is finished. You not knowing who you are. It is finished. You believing a lie. It is finished. It's finished. You shrinking back in shame. It is finished. You letting people question your authority. And you answering them. Like you got something to prove. It is finished. Because what I did for you. Says the Lord. It is finished. Sin has no power over you. Because it is finished. The only power it had over you came from above. That's why the Lord. He's saying that's why I came down here and I reversed it. Because I got the power. And now it is finished. I had to show you. That I got the power. I had to let you go through the trials. Yes, I I lowered the hedge of protection. Because I needed you to know it is finished. What way would you know that it was finished? Unless I showed you it was finished. It is finished, says the Lord. It's finished. Say that to yourself right now. It is finished. Finished. Go look at yourself in the mirror and say it is finished. Text listen, I feel like somebody need to go text somebody and you need to say it is finished. It's finished. Okay? <laughs> I need you to get that. It is finished. Every tactic of the enemy. Was finished on that cross. It's finished. Okay. In these upcoming days. No weapon turned against you. Shall prosper. Because it is finished. Now you've been weak. Says the Lord. But now it's time to be strong. Because it is finished. Yes, you've been sifted, but it is finished. You've been hurt. You've been lied to. You've been mocked. You've been betrayed. But that is finished, says the Lord. What I did for you will not be in vain, says the Lord. You will see that it is finished, says the Lord. It's finished, okay? <laughs> In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Lord, is there anything else you need me to say to your children, Father? He said, go into your safe place and get into my word. He says, my word will tell you everything you need to know. 
Because my spirit will lead you into all truth. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord just told me to tell you it is finished. (laughs) It's finished. Okay. We closing out. I love y'all so much. Okay. I pray this word has blessed you because you are a queen. Do you hear me? If there's any bros listening, you are a king. Okay. You are a queen. You what's understood don't gotta be explained for real for real. The truth is the truth. I don't have to explain to you the truth because the truth is the truth. And that's what you gotta walk in. I don't gotta explain to you what we know is the truth. I'm not gonna explain it to you. Cause you just wanna hear a lie. Keep that attitude. Keep that energy, okay? (laughs) I love y'all so much. Let's say it together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.